Yeah. Last up, and I just want to tell you in advance, this is an energy company because you might make a mistake. Mitchum Industries, ticker M-I-N-D. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, what do they do? I mean, again, this was a screen. It was low multiple, uh, 12 times earnings, 12% return on invested capital, and less than 30% debt to capital. So, uh, and, and bigger than $100 million in market cap. Uh, this is, you know, really, I think, maybe the most interesting of the couple we're talking about tonight, Mo, because there's only four analysts covering it. So it's kind of relatively unknown. Right. Uh they're at 2.8 times EBITDA. That's pretty low. That's a if you bought it right now, that's a you know over 35 percent cash on cash return. Uh, they're putting up 40, and this is the down year. Last year, 56 percent EBITDA margins. This year, 47. They have a lot of DNA, so they're putting up 30s and low 20s EBITDA marg- EBIT margins this year. They had pretty low numbers in 2009 and 2010, but again, mid tw- low 20s, mid-teens back a few years earlier. Um, and so they're a little volatile. But what they do is they provide seismic data uh, you know, to, uh, to, to people that are drilling in, um, in deep water and on land. I guess I don't know why they mentioned both. They could just say everywhere. But they're providing seismic data to the drillers, and they lease and they lease the equipment in effect that allows people to do that. Seventy five percent of their revenues are leased, and uh, the rest is uh, not leased. That'd be twenty five percent. You know, again, just like we talked about on Carbo, the recent drilling activity, and I don't have the drill rig count, but go look at that. That's a key variable. But I know it's going down because gas drilling is you know, stopping because gas prices are so low and they're trying to move some of that stuff to oil, but it takes sometimes months and months to get that stuff over. So you get a little bit of a downturn in the uh, revenues of some of the people that, you know, sell to those guys because you have that interruption. But again, long-term trend, good for energy and good for people that provide equipment that lowers the cost of finding energy, obviously. But again, here's the secret. Last six months, Mo, analysts' estimates came down 70% 70% for you know the, the quarter next yep. quarter yep. and 20% well 40% for this year 20% for next year but that seems reflected in the stock that's gone from 25 to 15 right but unlike the others the stock price has gone down almost the same percentage as the earnings so and you know and and, and there is something uh, if if you again look at the just the stock basically from a technical perspective they talk about something called head and shoulders. And what you have is basically you have three humps. That's the shoulders on either side, the head in the middle. Yeah. And each hump is a little higher than the next hump. And head and shoulders, uh, technical people like it? Let me draw that. There you go. Right? It's like a camel. Yeah, sort of Except like a camel. a three-humped camel. So here's, here's no, the I way the know. numbers for Mitchum play out when you look at that. We'll look at it as a camel. The stock camel. Went, the stock... And this is a series of surges ahead, coming back and taking a rest. The stock went from two to seven, and then came back to five, took a little bit of a breather. Then it went from five to 18, came back down to 10, took a little breather, all the time making progress. Then it's gone from 10 to 25 recently. We're back down to 15, and it's taken another little breather. 
I know estimates have come down, but this is a pretty long-term trend that started in 2008 that technically looks sort of very interesting to me. And um, you can see that while sales have been roaring, I mean, they've doubled from 2009, but um, you can see that sales are slowing down a little bit. But this is all, again, it's a long-term secular play with a stock that was a little bit ahead of itself. It's had a hell of a run since 2008. It's entitled to take a breather here. As long as the, the, the fundamental story is intact, you're probably not buying in at, a, at the top of one of these big run-ups in the stock. Well, I think that's a good point, Mo. But, you know, looking at some of the fundamentals, one of the reasons it does what you're talking about, I think, uh, from a fundamental point of view, is they've got a little bit of volatility around, you know, energy prices. And back in, uh, you know, a few years ago, they were surging, then they cratered, now they're up, now they're down. And, you know, some of that goes with the ebb and flow of expectations in the economies, which for the last five years has been very volatile, and people don't know what's happening. There's these debt crises that come and go, and people get concerned and unconcerned. And I think that affects some of these, you know, oil prices. And so uh, while GDP has been largely flat to down, um, in part because of, uh, you know, demand for uh, autos and, and gasoline, um, I think, you know, Oil prices have stayed high. That's just a guess. I'm not an oil analyst. But that's when you look at what's going on out there, that seems to be a big driver. Um, and so you can predict that it's apt to continue in some fashion. I do think that one of their expertises here is, uh, is deep water. And I, I point that out because, you know, technology to go deep is just really evolving over the last few years, and I mean five and that's and, probably the most fertile territory. Yeah, it's the most fertile. They seem to have a little bit of an expertise there, so I think that you can have some confidence that demand for those kinds of products will continue. Um, but in the near term, um, you know, judging by these estimate revisions, you have to be prepared for a little bit of weakness. But again, even in the down years, Mo, they don't lose money. Uh, if you look at the seven-year period, their return on assets you know, the high is 15%, the low is 0.5, <clears throat> but as long as it's never, never negative, you continue to grow assets. Their asset turnover, you know, stays pretty stable, so uh, they just keep adding to their asset base, they keep adding to their equity base, those things drive earnings growth, and in some way, return on assets is earnings growth, in, you know, in a broad sense, and so, you know, they're delivering that consistently, and right now, it's three times EBITDA, which I just think you have to expect means brace yourself <clears throat> for earnings declines, just like when you see a stock with a very high dividend yield, you have to assume they're going to be cutting the dividend. So I would prepare you for that, but it's so cheap that I think you can kind of you know, take on that, that risk and that volatility.